Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tom, do you have any talents? Secret talents? Any secret talents? Yeah, yeah secret. Shh, shh, don't tell anyone. I have one, but shh. Don't <laughs> tell anyone. Why is that? This is like ASMR, isn't it? No, do you know what? It's, it's creepy when, if you whisper something to someone. Mm. So if I said to you, I like your children, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if I said to you, I like your children, mm-hmm. it's a lot worse. It's weird, the, the whispering... The eye contact and the fact that I don't have children. It's weird on three levels. Do you have any, do you have any secret talents? Um, not really. I think I, if I have any, any minor talent, I think I've milked it dry. My comedic talent. You, on the other hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. talent. I, I ringed that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I really... You got talent, boy. <laughs> boy, you got... Oh, ta- boy, you got talent. Oh, boy, you have some talent there. Yeah. Um, do yeah. I have a... See, I don't really have a... I have see, a... Yeah. I, I can catch things in my mouth if you throw them yeah. to me. That's a talent. You can catch things in your mouth. Yeah. What kind of things? Uh, like, like, not like a watermelon. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, meat? If I could throw some meat at you. <laughs> Why would you throw meat? I don't know. It? As a bonus content for the podcast, <laughs> we're running out of things to do. Why would you? You don't like why meat? Why not? Like, just, it's what you throw at dogs, isn't it? Or dolphins? You know, meat. Dolphins don't eat meat. No. <laughs> what do they eat? Fish. Fish. No, oh, it's sort of a meat, isn't it? No, it's not. Fish is fish, not meat. Fish is fish. Meat is meat. <laughs> Never the two shall mix. You're Unless meat. it's surf and turf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meat is meat, fish is fish. I don't want to see any segregation with the meat and the fish. You're a very racist man. <laughs> I've always said it, meat should never mix with fish. No, but you, some fish is quite meaty, isn't it? Like, no, it's, it's, not, it's not meaty. It is meaty. Tuna's meaty, isn't it? No, they, they, say, it's the, they say tuna's the chicken of the sea. No one says that. Yeah, they do. Who says tuna is the Loads chicken? Loads of people. Loads of people Somebody say trying to sell you tuna. <laughs> they do. They say tuna is the chicken of the sea. I'll Google it. Here we go. I'm going to Google it. Put chicken of the sea in. Okay, yeah, fine. What is what is the chicken of the sea? Here we go. Here we go. What is the, Here we go. You ready for this? Chicken of the sea is a packager and provider of seafood owned by the Thai Union Group. That's not it. Well, that's not no, it. That's not it. What is, what is considered the chicken of the sea? Uh, tuna. It, it is. Oh. Does chicken of the sea have chicken? What brand? Uh, see, it does. Do you know that they call uh, chicken the tuna of the land? <laughs> Google that. Okay, anyway, anyway, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our bonus episode of Private Parts. Today. Unfiltered. Yeah, we got got Tom Lucy um, with me today. Mm. Um, okay, here's a. Good question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather 
Would you rather be a bird, uh-huh. fly around the place, or would you rather be a shark in the ocean? Oof. I think a bird. No, a bird would be so toss. Toss? Yeah, it'd be crap. Oh, this is fun. Shh, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's raining now. <laughs> I have to sit in a tree. It's just going to rain on me. You don't have to sit in a tree. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right, then, I mean, like... I wouldn't want to be a bird in London. I want to be a pigeon in London. <laughs> they look so depressed, the pigeon in London. They, like, walk in front of traffic and stuff. <laughs> it looks awful. But then I wouldn't want to... They do. They, they do, do walk in front of traffic. They, they just they try do. to kill themselves. It's awful. It's awful being... A... I tell you, it's a, it's a horrible thing to be a bird in London. <laughs> Okay. That sounds like a line from a Guy Ritchie film. <laughs> I'd say it's a horrible thing to be a bird in London. Okay. If you could be a bird anywhere, where would you be then? I'd like to be a bird in... Uh, uh, sounds like we're being like Danny Dock. You could be oh, a, a fucking bird. You could be a bird anywhere. I'd be a bird in... Yeah. Somewhere hot, I don't know. Oh. Ibiza. <laughs> What? I'd like to be a bird in Ibiza. Why? Why would it be better than you in Ibiza? I don't know. So you could cir- fly into the clubs. I'd circle Ocean Beach Club. <laughs> Just being a perf. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I'd poo on Wayne Lineker. <laughs> would you like to be a bird? Uh, I don't think I'd want. I wouldn't want to be a bird. No. No. I would like to be. Some, you'd like to be a dog. Yeah, I think I would like to be a throw dog. meat at you. No, I would like to be a dog, but I, I think being a bird would be definitely overrated. Do you think? Yeah, I Who, think so. Overrated? I think who's rating it highly? Well, I think people think that oh, you get to fly and you get to do this kind of stuff, but actually, I don't think it's a good thing. Would you like the power of flight? If we could give you one superpower? No, one superpower that I could have. Tell you this, you ready for it? Mm-hmm. You're going to be jealous when I say it. Because what would your superpower be? Um, invisibility. <laughs> Why? Power. <laughs> Sex best. <laughs> so you so you're going to Ocean Beach again? <laughs> yeah, I just sneak into, I don't know. Into where? Zara. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that, just to clarify. Sneak into Zara? Yeah. You could go into Zara, and I don't need to be invisible to go into Zara. I can't go to Zara. Like, I can't be seen dead in Zara. You would sneak into all places. Zara and Koopals. I'd, I'd, I'd go into Zara, I'd hide in the corner, and they'd close it at night, and I'd stay there overnight, and then I'd get out in the morning. That's what I'd do. What would your superpower be? Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, power of persuasion. The power of persuasion. Yeah, that power. sounds like a sort of book that you've read. The power of persuasion. <laughs> no, like one of those self-help books. Power of persuasion. It's the ultimate power. I think if you have the power, power of persuasion. Of persuasion. Yeah. Is that that's just the same as like being sort of charming or charismatic, isn't it? Well, I, I think that's what they say. That's what the definition of being charming is. You're able to persuade. People. Yeah, but but uh, but mine's more where you'd literally be able to persuade. You can't be like ah, you can't actually be able to persuade people to do anything. It's mm. quite, it's quite, a, quite, a, quite an evil power. Mm. It also makes you sound a bit like a pervert as well. <laughs> Both of our superpowers would be used for evil. You would be invisible going to Zara, yeah, and, and I'd be persuade people. persuading people to come into Zara. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, listen, we do have to talk about the big game that happened. You're a football fan, aren't you? Big, big football fan. So, what were your feelings when we when we lost some penalties? Um. What was my feelings? I was really gutted, to be honest. I, I felt um, I, I, I was felt really 
flat on mm. on Monday. I. Uh... It's just again that we go out to penalties. This is what I just can't understand. Is that it's it's just once again. How many mm. times have we lost due to penalties? I don't know, but it's a lot, isn't it? And I feel it's like we've lot. gone gone out of a lot of tournament, like big tournaments on penalties. So. Um, but yeah, I, I got re- I was really depressed after it. I don't know what I was really. And, and also, the worst thing about it, we've got to mention it, is the fact that you know we had uh, Sancho, Rashford, and, and Saka. Saka, who took the penalty. Saka, nineteen years old, buddy. Mm. Nineteen. Rashford, twenty three. Twenty three, but Saka, nineteen years old, to take the penalty to keep us yeah. in. He misses to it. Take the, take the what? It takes the penalty to keep us in. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. take the penalty to keep us in. Yeah, <laughs> take the penalty to keep us in. Yeah, you're a big football fan. Yeah, <laughs> but he he took in. Obviously, he missed, and then then it was just horrendous the amount of abuse these guys yeah. got. Mm. Nineteen years old, twenty three years old. How, how old is Sancho? Eighteen? I don't know. I, I think he's pretty young. I think no. I think nineteen was the youngest. But um, it's just crazy they have to deal with all of this. I know. It's um. I think it was um. It, it 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 felt like it all, the whole thing ended on a real negative. Yeah. Not not just that match, but just the whole of the Euros was there was such a sort of excitement in the whole country, and then it all not only did we lose, but then we had all that nastiness online. It all just ended in a really negative way. But then I think the good thing about it is that you've seen all, everybody come out in support of, and you, you know, when you get the negative stuff, you then get a wave of good ni- stuff. nice positive stuff. So. Do you I think, think on balance it's more positive than negative? Do you think if um, if you stepped up to do the penalty, you would score it? Uh, you, you would just drill it. No, <laughs> I would. What I would, would you do? Would I, you just drill it? <laughs> I would do one of those little dinks. Oops. You're like one of those classic football fans that just talks absolute shit for the whole match. No, You're not. like, I tell you what, I would have done. No, it is. I would. I was once at an Arsenal match. Mm-hmm. and there was a guy sat next to me and he was moaning for the whole game and then I, I heard him say to his friend we, Arsenal were losing and I heard him say to his friend you know what we need we need a striker like Messi that's what we need and I was like do you know what you should go and tell them that I don't think they thought about that we do that's, that is what we need isn't it is that what he said at the you end know, of the game like, said it like some sort of fill, like he'd had a real brainwave <laughs> Hold on a minute, I've just had a thought. What we need is better players. Oh, you, you want to go and tell them, darling, they've probably not thought about that. We need a striker like Messi. Yeah, we need, I think we need the best footballer in the world. Yeah. So, so. But let's be honest, me and you are not big football fans. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a football fan, but when it's England. We're fair weather fans. No, I'm just not. What I, oh, I have it with this, where I would don't, I don't support a club because I can't be bothered for my weekend to be decided mm. on whether my team will yeah, lose. Yeah, and I think I would get so into it. If I decided to get into it, I think I would, I would be one of those. Join a firm. I'd be one of those people that if they lost, it would ruin my week. Yeah, exactly. I think, and I don't think I can, um, it's not, it wouldn't be a healthy way to live. No, so, so what I do is I I like when England play and I get really into it and I love it and also I just love the fact that it brings the whole nation together but then when we do lose in the final it's like it's uh, it's a real anti-climax I tell you I watched this is not the coolest story I yeah, watched the final with my mum yeah not just me and my mum she was there <laughs> and I was there at the match no 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 we just watched it at home like, <laughs> we had they had a load of people around at the house and we were yeah. watching the all COVID legal <laughs> should just to clarify um, so you had six people in So we had a maximum of six people there, all socially distanced. And we all did a lateral flow test before. 
We're all watching the game. My my mum, I don't think, has ever watched a full Mac a full game. She's worse than me. She's never watched a full game of anything. Uh-huh. And some of the questions that she was asking through the Mac, we, we they were showing shots of like Wembley and how full Wembley was. It was mm-hmm. like. 80,000 people or something and my mum said to me how does it work when you go can you just sit wherever you want <laughs> we were like no it's, people pay for us the, the price of the ticket varies wildly it's not like you just fill up from the front and it's just like whoever gets like, there first she thought Wembley was like easy jet yeah just, just, can, you just, can you just sit wherever you want you just basically first like, come a, ch- like a church service you just sit wherever you want <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, listen. It's it's a it's a very upsetting thing, but you know, I feel like the World Cup is around the corner, so I feel like that's when we're going to do it, right? Mm. Well, my mum uh, referred to Gareth Southgate as Gareth Gates at one point. Um, she said, "I don't easily know. done." She said, "Gareth Gareth Gates is doing quite well, isn't he?" He also Gareth ga- Gates, who you remember won or maybe even lost Pop Idol in like two thousand and one. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, now yeah. he's now coaching the England national squad. <laughs> and also Gareth Gates, who I found somebody who had a stutter, mm-hmm. and he would go. So they say, Gareth, how are you feeling? He go. Unbelievable! He can only sing. He can only sing his stutter away. That's very sweet. Yeah, really sweet, sweet boy. Gareth Gates now sells tea. Really? Yeah, he has a tea brand. Yeah. A tea brand. Yeah, he has a tea brand. Shout out. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, uh, so Tom, what we like to do uh, yeah. on the bonus episodes is a lot of the private part is sending some stories. So mm-hmm. we have a funny story that's sent in. Uh, do you want to read it out? Shall I read it? Yeah. Here we go. This is a funny story from uh, a listener. Hi, Jamie and Tom. Just listening to the pod... Nice little abbreviation there. And Jamie is reading out the story from a girl who threw up on a plane from food poisoning. And it reminded me of my throwing up on a plane experience. (laughs) Here we go. I was flying to Dublin on the first flight of the day from Glasgow. Shit. Glasgow. We know what that's like. This is going to be a big story. Scottish people are mental. (laughs) Can I just quickly just... There are all these like, like... Videos going round of like all the England fans doing what they're doing and stuff like mm. that. I was showing one video of a fan who's being held upside down while beer was pulled into his butt and he had a firework coming oh, out I of his butt. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, just Brits. Like, <laughs> you would never see the Dutch doing that. You would never see the Swedes. Like, like just uh, Brits firing a firework out I of know. his arsehole. We're so awful, aren't we? Awful. It's an awful country. Anyway. I was flying to Dublin on the first flight of the day from Glasgow, which happens to be the morning after one of my best friend's weddings. You can see where this is going, Jamie. I had spent the night drinking shots of Disarano <laughs> oh, and doing forward rolls across the floor. Is this from you, Jamie? <laughs> Disarano. <laughs> next morning, next morning, I felt like death. But I threw up in my flat before I left for the airport, so I thought I would be fine. I was wrong. This is a sweet story. 
I was flying alone, so I was sat in between two random men, all strapped in, ready to go. All good. (laughs) Or so I thought. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. As soon as the plane started taking off, I knew it was coming. I frantically looked around for a sick bag, but there was none. Brackets. Budget airline. Close brackets. <laughs> then I saw the guy to my right had a plastic bag with a newspaper in it. I quickly asked if I could have it as I was about to be sick. I then threw up multiple times and filled up the bag. You can't, can't fill up a bag. bag. You can't fill up a bag. A you safe, can't fill up a whole bag. A supermarket bag. <laughs> Supermarket bag of sick. Oof. With my head in the bag, all I could smell was pure dis- disarana. The guy was so nice to me. He went to get me some sick bags and took the full bags up to the air hostess. I thanked him and he said he was always happy to help a damsel in distress. Okay, I'd stay away from this man. I am not sure he would have been as sympathetic if he realised I was vomiting pure alcohol. (laughs) The guy on the other side of me tried his best to stay as far away from me as possible. I was so embarrassed, but so impressed at how nice my knight in shining armour was. That's from Amanda. Amanda, sort yourself out. It's a good story, but it's scary. I have a um, I have an Amazon review we like to read out reviews um, and it's called Wrecking Balm Tattoo Fade System it's four stars and it says don't get it in your eyes so it's a tattoo removal cream <clears throat> from Amy um, and it says uh, I bought this for my wife who wanted to remove a tattoo from just above her buttocks mm. I believe they call it a tramp stamp they do the tattoo said Ronnie which is the name of one of her ex-boyfriends, so you can understand how I decided to spend the money on getting that damn tattoo removed. Mm. My wife didn't really want to get the tattoo removed, although she denied it. I think she was still into this Ronnie character. She'd always visit him in jail, as well as send him letters and pictures. (laughs) What? (laughs) So I found this this product, the local Wegmans... (laughs) The what? Local Wegmans. Wegmans? Wegmans. Is that a brand? Is that a shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell my wife what it was. Instead, explained to her that it was tattoo enhancement cream. I told her it would just sting a little bit, but she would do good job on her. Now you have to understand that my wife is a big girl. Oh. Let's just say that she constantly wears jogging pants and refers to them as her, her, her pants. She couldn't really see the tattoo herself. Even when she tried to use a mirror, it was hard to make out, so I thought everything would turn out okay. Okay. Well, the cream worked. Every evening I would apply the cream to her, telling her that the tattoo was looking better and better, when in fact it was fading more and more. Oh my I God. told her that the micro thingy was actually a tattoo polisher, and so I would spend a good 15 minutes every night grinding away at that damn tattoo, and it was almost gone entirely. Then Ronnie got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out my suspicions... This is a horror film. <laughs> So my suspicions were correct. My wife still had a thing for Ronnie. I came home one evening to find Ronnie and my wife hanging out on the couch. And boy, did they look pissed. And Ronnie was a pretty tough looking guy. Mm. Apparently, and I'm not trying to insult anything here. Somehow Ronnie had noticed how now the bare space just above my wife's buttocks and asked her about it. And how now he was pissed off because he had brought her the tattoo to begin with. She was pissed off. Long story short, 
I had the option of getting my ass kicked or buying a new tattoo. So went to the tattoo place, shelled out cash for a new tattoo, and winced the entire time as Ronnie and my wife watched me get the words Ronnie's bitch tattooed on my chest. What? What is this story? Since then, my wife has kicked me out. (laughs) And Ronnie is now living in my house. And me, I'm on my second tube of wrecking palm tattoo fade system. I can tell you enough how much I like this product. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was all a big advert. It was. It was all a sponsorship. It wasn't. It wasn't an advert. It should be. It's real. Fucking hell. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever got a tattoo removed? Uh, no, I've never had a tattoo applied. Uh, you've got a few tattoos. I've though. got a few tattoos, but I've never had them removed. Uh, that oh was a good one. God, I that was terrifying. <laughs> was terrifying. Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. 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 The only other brother of Ronnie I know is Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah. Could be, could have been Ronnie Cray, <laughs> the Cray twins. Okay, all you uh, private partners, listen, if you would like to get in touch, please do uh, via our Instagram, at private podcast. Send us a DM. Send us any stories at all. Send us reviews. We'd love to read them out. Um, that was a good one from Amanda. We like that. <laughs> we like that one from Amanda. Also, uh, if you want to send us a charity nomination, uh, we would love to hear that. That as well because today we do have a charity nomination Tom what we like to do is read out different nominations of the unsung heroes out there people who deserve it more than us and yeah. we have one which you can read out who's it from okay this week's charity is Jim Pansies UK uh, here's a little bit about Jim Pansies there are 58,000 young people with disabilities within an hour of Bristol and over 1.1 million in the UK 84% of children with disabilities cannot access regular leisure, leisure sorry regular leisure facilities so can't play exercise or socialize in the same ways as their peers this not only affects them but leaves whole families in isolation with 72% of parents suffering mental health issues as a result our pop-ups offer a variety of activities from specialized gyms and sensory rooms to therapy suites and social cafes They provide the chance to exercise, play and build friendships for the whole family. The dream is for Jim Pansies UK to have a permanent facility that fills in the gaps that the NHS cannot sustain when it comes to treatment for children with disabilities. By providing physio and physical play regularly, children with disabilities can advance both physically and mentally. And the website is www.jimpansies.org. Yeah, that's from Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. Listen, we're going to leave the link below to go and check those guys out. I mean, that's insane. Uh, to all you private parties, listen, please do get in touch, as I said. Uh, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Slide into our DMs. Yeah, that's about it. Tom, how do you find it? Huge. Um, I uh, yeah. loved Chicken of the Sea. Uh, which we found out, apparently, is called the Steak of the Sea. It's Steak of the Sea, which makes a lot more sense than Chicken of the Sea. Um, Why would it be anything like a chicken? Chicken of the sea. Hashtag chicken of the sea. <laughs> All right, you pro brothers, listen, we'll see you on Friday for another episode. Until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.